Welcome Black Hollywood Live fans. On today's Fit Club, we talk with Autumn Calabrese, creator of 80 Day Obsession from Beachbody. Stay tuned for more. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live Fit Club. Welcome Fit, Club, Fit Clubbers, we are back for the new year. Uh, my God, it's been so long. Um, I'm so glad that we're back. I'm joined by my wonderful host, TK Trinidad. Um, let me know where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. And we are joined by Autumn Calabrese, Beachbody trainer extraordinaire, um, creator of 21 Day Fix, all the way now to 80 Day Obsession. Um, where can they find you, Autumn? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Autumn Calabrese. Um, thank you so much for being here and for joining us. We're so glad to have you back again. And now you're conquering um, fitness and health with a new program. Uh, yes. How does it feel? You're like five days away, right? Five days away from the launch of 80 Day Obsession. I'm super excited. It's, <laughs> it's a lot of work, but we're, we're gearing up for a really, really great 80-day run. Yeah, and how long have you been working on it? I know we talked a, a, a while ago about it, so it's been a while that you guys yeah. have just been in it, huh? Yeah, well, I mean, I took about a year to develop it, and yeah. then we filmed in real time, so it's a 13-week program, so we filmed for 13 weeks straight, yeah. um, six days a week, so uh, yeah, now we're... We're approaching the launch. The baby's about to be born. That's right. That's awesome. Um, well, we have a couple of um, health and fitness stories I thought were kind of interesting. Um, I think, number one, I think we're going into the new year and everyone wants to be healthy and fit and how to do it kind of easily. What little things we can do to our diet to help us um, in that respect. They found recently that um, capsaicin, what we find in like chili peppers, um, jalapeno, habanero, um, can actually decrease your, your desire for sodium. And it looks like the jury's still out about whether it increases your desire or um, decreases your desire for sugar. But overall, it decreases your total caloric intake. Um, were there any things um, that you're considering an 80-day obsession when you're creating this diet, like little superfoods that you might want to include that would help um, people on the, on the program? Yeah. So, well, I call it a nutrition plan, not a diet, because it's definitely a way of life and it's very sustainable. So it's not um, something that I, I want people to think like, oh, I diet for a little bit and then I go back to a different way of eating. Um, and, and with mine, it has the portion control containers in it, so the color-coded containers oh, nice. from all my programs that I use because I really believe in a well-balanced, well-rounded nutrition plan. Um, so within those food lists, there's definitely superfoods listed, but I think so many things are superfood. I don't necessarily have one that I'm like, well, if they eat this, it'll curb that. We do include um, Shakeology in our meal plans, and Shakeology is um, it's a... It, it's I'm not allowed to call it a meal replacement, but it is a <laughs> shake. It's a superfood shake from yeah. Beachbody, and that has they've done lots of studies on that, and that does um, show that it curbs people's sugar cravings. It shows that people take in less calories usually when they drink it. A lot of benefits to that, and like I said, tons of superfoods in that particular shake. And they do have a vegan version of it. Too, they right? do. They have yes, several vegan awesome. versions. <laughs> yes, awesome. Love awesome. them. Awesome. Um, and then do you want to tell us a little bit about Best Diets, TK? I know that they've ranked the Best Diets of 2018. Um, well, I'm not the best to talk about that. <laughs> I feel like with the, with the diets, especially um, with the, the New Year and New Year New Year and New You concept, mm -hmm. I feel like we ac actually started a kind of a group where we started doing, if you're into fitness and getting started, we started before the New Year started. Yeah. I feel like people jump on that bandwagon and they're like, okay, well, we're going to go to the gym. And, you know, the gym is now packed for the next two weeks. Yeah. So um, I just feel like you start before that. Don't wait until Monday to start your, you know, your program. And make sure it's something that you do every day, which I think you've said on, I think, one of the blog posts or one of your interviews, mm -hmm. where you do your, your program every day and also decide on what you can do. Yeah. And versus, you know, saying, oh, well, I'm not going to, you know, 
have carbs yeah. for this time, this period of time. So I feel like whatever kind of works for you, and if you don't know necessarily about that, get people who are like nutritionists and stuff who know about that stuff versus just reading in a magazine and just applying it to yourself. Yeah, and I think that sustainability um, was one of the interesting criteria they used to rank the best diets. Um, so actually the ketogenic diet and the Whole30 diet actually came pretty low on the list. I think they might have been actually last on the list because of the lack of sustainability. At the end of the day, you want a diet that you can do the rest of your right. life. It shouldn't be like a diet. It should be like a you know, how you're going to eat you know, mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. Um, is, is that what you really considered when you were making these diets for 80-day obsession? Yeah, definitely. Like, like I said, it's it's for me. It's a way of life. It's just how you eat. You eat healthy foods. You eat whole foods. You you try to eliminate the processed stuff more often than not. You try to keep the alcohol at a minimum. Um, that sort of thing. And I don't believe in quick fixes because that's really all they are is a quick fix. fix. And yeah. and I do think that's exactly why keto and whole thirty are at the bottom of the list because. Yeah. Um, Keto more. I'm gonna catch slack for it, but whatever. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. There's a real keto diet, right? And then there's this like shake thing that's like the trend right now. And the real keto diet is actually quite interesting and and beneficial for people who are like diabetic or some people who have seizures. It's shown to help them significantly with those health issues. But that is a very specific diet and it's yeah. a very intense hard yeah. diet because it's so low in carbs yeah. um whereas this like thing over here that's you know you drink this and then oh yeah eat whatever you want. Yeah. that's pro- that's why it's not sustainable right yeah. because you cut it out so yeah for me when i'm creating it i really want it to be something where somebody doesn't feel like they're being deprived where you're not taking away a food group just because you're deeming it bad yeah, and then and you've got this fitness, I mean, this cooking show, mm-hmm. uh, obviously fitness and health, but yeah, yeah. this cooking show. Um, so did you incorporate a lot of those meals or like what you've been learning there? Because it's really your brother's also helping you with that as well, right? Yeah, my brother's a chef, yeah. so he works on the show. He's my co-host, yeah. and he develops the recipes, and, and uh, we'll sit down and talk and be like, okay, well, you know, let's do a recipe like this. And a lot of times it's coming in even as fan requests, like, hey, yeah. how I want to eat this but like how do I make it approved and healthier versions and so we do stuff like that Um, and yeah we do have 80 day obsession approved recipes going up on the cooking show Um, we filmed some of them couple months ago so that they're nice. ready to go and yeah oh, that's exciting yeah awesome um and another another news story for 2018 are the fitness trends so what will be the big fitness trends of 2018 um and they ranked them according to i think it was like over 500 people that they surveyed across different gyms and clubs and personal trainers um the number one is high intensity interval training and number two is group fitness which 80 day obsession kind of incorporates both uh-huh. um interested in finding out like cause i guess in the 80s group fitness was a big thing and now it's coming back for you, you've gone through personal training and you've gone through group fitness and then, I guess, kind of online fitness, right. you know. How have you seen the trend and like, where do you think it's going to go and what do you think is beneficial for people in general? I actually think the biggest trend is going to continue to be at-home fitness. Mm-hmm. And because of the technology that is now available to people and the fact that, you know, like Beachbody, we can create these world-class fitness programs that you can do at your home and it's cheaper than having a trainer, it's cheaper than having a nutritionist, you don't have to take the time to drive to a gym, but you can do it right there and you're getting basically that group fitness feel, right? You've got the trainer leading, like when I, if you're doing my program, you have me, but you have the background cast to relate to yeah. as well. With 80 Day Obsession and the fact that we filmed it the way we did, we 
specifically filmed it to feel like a group fitness class nice. so that when you're at home, you, you're brought in with us and you feel yeah. like, hey, I'm showing up to my group class every day. And I do think that that is really encouraging to people because there is that camaraderie, right? And yeah. there's that a little bit of that competitive edge, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you doing? I got to at least match you because yeah. you can't beat me. <laughs> and so I do think that that's why we're seeing it come back too is that people want to feel that community mm-hmm. and that support. Yeah. But I think we're going to see it in a little bit different ways than we've seen it in the past where you have to go to the gym to get it. I yeah. mean, you even see things like Peloton, right? Like you ride yeah. the bike at home, yeah. but you're watching, yeah. you're participating in the group class. Yeah. So I think that that is really actually good. Yeah, I think the, the terminology for like group class is different from like the 80s where it's the aerobics. Because yeah. now you can include boot camps as group classes. You yeah. can, you know, you can do CrossFit S class where they can't say it's CrossFit, but you're still kind of doing that high intensity training. So I think the concept of um group classes is kind of now very wide yeah. and broad versus, you know, we're in spandex, yeah. you know, <laughs> dancing Diana Ross. And I do think the high intensity, I think that's been, a, like, that's that's sort of been coming for a while. It's yeah. a lot, it's actually how most of my programs are designed as high intensity interval training, but I combine that with, um, cardio strength training. So I sort of, I put the two together so that you're using weights to bring yourself up into that high intensity zone. Um, And I do think that that's great because all the studies show you get more bang for your buck with high intensity with high intensity than just steady state but one drawback from high intensity is that it could lead you more prone to causing injury if you're not ready absolutely um, so yeah what what do you recommend or how do you kind of walk people through getting to the point um, where they are achieving high intensity without you know the risk of injury well I think the cool thing about it is that high intensity is def- different for everybody yeah. right so like your high intensity might not be the same as mine. Um, And that's okay because as long as it's is you're pushing to your max, your high intensity. Yeah. And I know in my programs, I always include a modifier so that somebody who's just beginning can have that person to follow and they'll definitely still feel like they're working and pushing because they will be, but they don't have to go to where I'm going yet. And you yeah. can build your way up. And I think finding a really qualified trainer or group instructor is important so that they are cueing you properly and they're slowing you down. Like as a trainer, you should be able to look at mm-hmm. somebody and be like, Whoa. you're not, you're not there yet. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you try this? And we'll keep, you know, like, so finding that person that's going to really take your safety into account and cue you properly, I think is, is a priority for it. Absolutely. Yeah. And also finding that, that point going past your breaking point. I think naturally as humans, we get to a certain point where it's just like, okay, I'm tired. Where in all honesty, you could probably do, you know, 10 more reps, yeah. but your body's like, nah, we're, we're, we're good. And if you actually do those 10 more reps, then you find that you get better. But naturally we're just like, mm. Yeah, and then you, yeah, and then you then you kind of stay at that level for a longer period of time. So I, I I feel like you have to get that individual so that you get to some point where you know you can go past your comfort zone or you know your body well enough. Where it's like no, I really have to take it, scale it back, yeah. and that comes with years and years of of training. Yeah, absolutely. And then I actually want to know eighty day obsession. That sounds to me like a daunting task. <laughs> so like you're thinking like. Because typically when you try to, like, get people to get involved in fitness, you're trying to make it simple, quick, six minutes, five minutes, ten mm-hmm. minutes. Why 80-day obsession? How did it come to you to say, let me really push people to the wall and see if they'll respond? Sure. Well, I have programs out that are the easier versions, right? 21-day yeah. fix. It's 21 days. They're 30-minute yeah. workouts, simple fitness, simple nutrition. Yeah. So th- that definitely works. But at a certain point when you're ready to take those results to the next level, you have to go to the next level. Yeah. And that's really what we wanted to do with this when my boss first presented me with the idea of, of 
you know, he was just like, I want a butt and abs program. And then he let me run with it, yeah. which was great. And then when he presented the idea of filming in real time, yeah. it like blew the doors wide open of what I could create because then I could actually create scientifically, like even more so than I ever had before with progression and periodization. Yeah. And I wanted to be able to give that to people and say like, look, like you said, like let's get outside our comfort zone and see what happens. Yeah. And, um, a lot of people look at the name obsession, right, and they put a negative connotation on it, and they think, well, that's, you know, you're going to obsess about, like, the number on the scale <laughs> or the calories that you're eating, and that's not at all what it's about. It's really about a positive mindset and saying, I'm going to be obsessed about my health and fitness, mm -hmm. and that's okay. Yeah. I'm allowed to take time for me. So often we spend our time worrying about everybody else, my job, my kids, my significant other, this, that, my friends. And we, we make excuses and we say, well, there's no time for me. Yeah. This is like taking that time back yeah. and, and saying, I'm going to be obsessed about this. But for the right reasons, for the health of it, not for the, um, like I said, that mental, like, yeah. negative spot. It's really going to a positive place with it. And what was your biggest challenge, I guess, creating this? Um, you know, I introduced some new equipment, so resistance loops, like the mini ones, and um, strength sliders. Yeah. And... It's interesting because no matter what, when you first start using resistance loops, it takes a while to figure out, like, where do I place them on my legs? <laughs> How do I work them on my feet? So even when I was creating the moves, it was like I had to get comfortable with them <laughs> to figure out, like, okay, this will work. Yeah. Or, like, no, nope, that's just not the right positioning and it's not going to happen. So I think that was one of the fun challenges. It was really, like coming up with the moves and progressing them phase by phase, but in a really great way. Like, I had so much fun yeah. creating it. That's awesome. Yeah. And now as far as, like, because Beachbody's been around for a long period oh, of time. Yeah. Um, now, how has it kind of, does do they take into account what's going on in society and then create the program for society, or do they feel like, you know, this is this is what we think where society should be, and, you know, they're, they're going to catch up to us? I think we do a little bit of both, honestly. Um, obviously, we're always watching the trends, for mm -hmm. sure, but uh, my boss is very creative. Our CEO, Carl Deichler, is very creative, and he also has ideas of, like, what will benefit people and what will benefit our catalog as a company. Like, okay, two years ago when we created Country Heat, which was my, my dance program to country music, mm -hmm. it was like, yeah, let's give them, like, something different than Zumba, right? Like right. something else, but with country music and that sort of thing, and it fills a gap. It fills mm -hmm. a, a, something that's not out there yet. And same thing with 80 Day Obsession. We are the first people to ever film in this manner. Yeah. Nobody else has done it yet. So we, we are a little bit ahead of the, the trend, and yeah. hopefully it, you know, people will probably jump onto our bandwagon yeah. for this. So I think it's a little bit of both. I think we're always watching, but we're always innovating at the same time. Yeah, and it gives you, it gives you that real-time feel. Because I know one of the innovations of, I guess, from the 80s to now with the workout videos is before they were very, you know, makeup mm -hmm. and hair, and you reset, reset. Yeah. But now they try to shoot them continuously. I think Beachbody kind of, like, started with that. But I love that this program is totally real-time. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about the importance of timing um, food-wise when it comes yeah. to working out? Yeah, this is a big one. So time nutrition is 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 a big component of my meal plan with this program. So not only are we using the containers – 
I've matched my containers up. So I'm saying these are the containers you eat at this meal at this time. And each container represents a different food group. So you have red for protein, yellow for carbs, and, and your healthy fats. Wow, and and so, so it, I'm fueling your body so that you have the most effective workout prop, uh, most effective workout possible. And then I'm fueling your body to have the most effective recovery possible. And we're eating every two to three hours to keep your metabolism revved up and yeah. to keep you burning so that you don't tap into those muscle gains so you can yeah. put on lean muscle and burn fat. And it's the next step, right? So first we need to teach people just how to eat and mm-hmm. like let's get our portions under control and let's eat real food. Yeah. And that's what I do with 21 Day Fix and Extreme and some of my other programs. And now this is, like I said, this is the next step. This is very much like an athlete type training program. It's functional training and it's it's basically functional eating, right? Like yeah. and that's not to say you're going to be deprived or the food's <laughs> yeah. not going to taste great, but it's really designed to get you those next level results. Yeah. And how much flexibility is there with that diet? There's here's the thing. There's lots of flexibility in terms of like what proteins you want to eat. There's a full vegan plan. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, I absolutely. I knew you were going to ask for that. that yeah, nice. I was waiting for it. <laughs> I even, one of my background cast is a uh, vegan. He went through nice. the program, lost 25 pounds on wow, it. So, awesome. um, so there's flexibility in terms of what carbs you pick, what proteins you pick, what healthy fats you pick. Where the there's less flexibility with this program than some of my others is the fact that if you're going to follow it the way I wrote it, then the time nutrition is the time nutrition, and you yeah. are eating every two to three hours. Yeah. And if you start to go longer than that, you're not really following the time nutrition. Yeah. So a lot of people are definitely um, having a little anxiety about that. <laughs> it's different for people. And the interesting thing when you see that is you're like, wow, you don't realize how many people out there just like go their whole day without eating yeah. and then just have like some a really large meal at the end of the day mm-hmm. and then wonder why they're not losing weight. And it's like, well, you've completely stalled your metabolism because yeah. you're not fueling your body. Mm-hmm. So, um, so there is flexibility, like I said, in terms of what you pick, but in terms of the timing, that's a little bit more tight. Nice. Yeah. Now, um, you do do, like, one-on-one, like, counseling, correct? Or- I do one-on-one health coaching and life coaching, yeah. So if somebody wants to, would it be better if somebody is kind of almost new to the game? Like, they, you know, it's, I, I'm assuming maybe about 30 to 40% of Americans, they say they want to lose weight, and they've been chasing this lose weight god for the last 10 years or so, mm-hmm. or getting rid of the baby fat and the child's, like, 15. Is it possible that, would it be better for them to actually come to you for almost a one-on-one to kind of see what works for them before they go on to different programs because eating wise it's so different from for different people sure like how foods affect them and stuff like that so would it be better for them to almost invest that money on the initial the front end of it and find out okay this is what works for me and then do a program like that i mean i would love to say yes i'm i'm gonna be honest like my my rate isn't something that everybody could afford Mm -hmm. um, and I don't just take on anybody. I'm actually, like, I have a waiting list and I'm particular because there are a lot of people chasing, right, the weight loss thing but Mm -hmm. aren't really ready to dedicate their time to it and there have been people when when I interview them, like, it's like a dual interview. They're interviewing me but I'm interviewing them and um, if I don't truly feel they're ready, I'm not comfortable taking their money, right? Right. Because if they're not going to get a result from me because they're not there, I'm like, that's just wrong. Right. So, yes, in a lot of ways, it would be beneficial to work with somebody like me or or other health coaches. Um, If you search, like, IIN, Institute of Integrative Nutrition, there's thousands of um, health coach graduates, and they're all going to fall into different price ranges Mm -hmm. that can help guide you towards meal planning that would work properly for you, exercise that would work right for you. but I do try to make it when I design my program. I really do 
take the masses into consideration and mm -hmm. that's why my nutrition programs are sort of designed the way they are and they don't um, eliminate food groups mm -hmm. and things like that uh, and you know on the other hand people are like well did you do something if I'm diabetic and I'm like well no that's a little bit outside my right. scope and, and I, it's really designed more for the general public but you can adapt it with the help of a nutritionist or a doctor as well. And then how many people from like other programs that that you've had in the past, do they just kind of move with you from program to program? Like do you see that one person like, oh, Patty, you've been following me for five years and now Patty's ready for the 80 day. Yeah, definitely. I definitely, I mean, there's definitely a following and people who have been with me since 21 Day Fix and are like, you know, they'll say it, I'm a diehard Autumn fan and I love them for that and that's amazing. And there's people who will come in at different stages mm -hmm. as well. Um, getting people ready for 80 Day Obsession. I just took a group of 30,000 through all four of my programs. Mm -hmm. um, so that was huge. So I think... All four of your programs? Yeah. Wow. We started four months ago. Wow. Well, I guess we... Yes, basically we, we did 21 Day Fix, we did Extreme, we did Chisel from the Master's Hammer and Chisel. Then we released a mini version of 80 Day Obsession called A Little Obsessed. Mm -hmm. So it's like five workouts a week and yeah. you can do that. So then we went through that for um, four weeks and now we're finishing that up and we're going into the launch nice. of 80 Day Obsession. Nice. And so. how long are the workouts? The 80-day obsession workouts are anywhere between 45 and 60 minutes. Mm -hmm. Some of them are closer, like some of them are 35. Mm -hmm. Those are usually my cardio core workouts. Those are, um, but they're, they push the 50-minute mark. Like mm -hmm. this is definitely stepping it up where you're going to commit and really burn yourself out at that next level. And, and there's a focus on, like, the core and the glutes here, too, as well with the program. There is, yeah. It's a, I say it's a total body transformation program, but with a really strong emphasis on our glutes and on our core. Yeah. And that's because... You know, I know everybody thinks like, oh, we want a shredded core and we want like high and tight booty, which is great. Yeah. But they're also really like foundational functional muscles, right? Yeah. Like your glutes propel you through life when you walk, when you run, when mm -hmm. you climb stairs. Your core supports you in everything you do. And our mus those muscle groups really aren't firing properly. The mind-body connection has been lost because we sit all day. We're mm -hmm. slouched over all day. So it was really important to turn those muscles back on and get that mind-body connection because obviously if it's not firing, it doesn't matter how much weight you're lifting, yeah. chances are you're going to injure yourself more than you're going to get great results because you don't have that muscle working the way it's And they're to. resilient muscles too because they're meant to work, so you can yes. kind of work them a little bit more than other mm -hmm. parts of the body too, Yes, which is kind of nice. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> uh, this is amazing. Uh, I want to know what's been your biggest challenge between 21 Day Fix and now? What have you learned or what, what's changed for you Maybe your biggest fitness revelation between then and now? Oh gosh. I think, you know, part of it was just learning how I went from being a personal trainer, right? I worked in a gym for a long time. So there's a, there is a difference in how you design a program when you're in a gym and you have all of that big equipment to use yeah. mm -hmm. to, to keeping it interesting and effective when you're doing a workout at home and you might only have a couple sets of dumbbells or your body weight and things like that. So learning that was really cool and I think so beneficial for me as a trainer to to because it pushes me outside my comfort zone to be more creative and more effective so that was really um that was really big and I think also just how I communicate because it's no longer just one-on-one -on -one. yeah it's communication to the masses so even my cueing has become different because I have to think, you know, I'm not, I'm no longer standing there watching you squat and going, stick your butt back. I have mm -hmm. to think through it and go, make sure your feet are parallel, your knees by your toes, your hamstring, you know, I have, you have to give all yeah. the, the right cues. And even when I was doing 80 day obsession, the unique thing with that is 
this is the first program where I went rep for rep with my cast. So really? normally in my yeah. programs, it's like I'll set the move up, I'll do a few moves, and I'll walk around and talk about form. This one, I did every rep of every workout. As you're talking. As I'm talking. Wow. So for the whole hour. Yeah. So you will see me struggle. Yeah. But the cool thing was is that as I'm in it and struggling, I can feel where my body is starting to lose form. So I yeah. can be like, oh, I'm getting tired. My back's arching. Tuck your pelvis. Yeah. You know, so it allowed me that ability to, to go, oh, well, when they're getting tired, they're probably going to start to do yeah. this because I am. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, that I think is a big growing experience for me. And now during the program, is there a point where, um, like, you know, after or the two-week mark or the four-week mark where you feel like people might be wanting to give up and you give them that encouragement or, like, is there a... Oh, yeah, I, that's every day. That's not even after the two-week mark, you know, because everybody comes into it super excited, right? But mm -hmm. you're you're 25 minutes in and I'm kicking your butt on day one <laughs> and, and you're like, like oh, there's another 40 to go. Yeah. Like, what the heck? So the whole, like, I I don't think I'm... I'm not the trainer who screams at people. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not my motive. My motivation is really to get into people's minds in a positive way and encourage them to, like... If you, you know, you got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. You have to go outside that comfort zone to make the progress that you you really want to make. When I say things like, if you want something you've never had, you have to do something you've never done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's really to drive that point home. Like, this is exactly what you're supposed to be feeling. So there's encouragement and motivation the whole time. But also, I think the fact that they get to watch my background cast go through this and they really get to know them because it's the same people for 80 days. And it was very uh -huh. small. I only had six people. Um, and there's no music in the background. Really? And we did it on purpose so that you could play your own music if okay. you want to. Uh, yeah. nice. um, but you hear us. You hear our joking, right? Like, yeah. you hear our laughs. You hear our silly comments. Um, there's plenty of times where they would crack me up and I'd be laughing so hard <laughs> that I would have to, like, stop my reps. And I was like, I owe those to myself, but I'll get them in. <laughs> but so it, it makes it fun, yeah. too. And I think even that makes it a motivation in and of itself, right? Because you're like, oh, this isn't such a drag. Yeah. Like, we're having fun. Mm -hmm. And it's that, it's that in-person quality feel. Yes. That's yeah, awesome. People always like people who are, like, natural versus, you know, pretending like you're perfect. Yeah. They gravitate to people who are more like, okay, Yeah, there's I'm no scripts at all. And there was plenty of times where I would, like, try to say a thing and get tongue-tied, and that's in the workouts. Mm -hmm. Or, like, yeah. you know when you say something and you're like, it comes out and you hear it and you're like, oh, oh I wish I could take that back in. And you're like, nobody laugh, nobody laugh. <laughs> Daily for me. And everybody does. And then you're yeah. just like, all right, whatever. Yeah, so, I'm human. Yeah, yeah, I think that makes it fun. And now you've seen like thousands, maybe probably hundreds of thousands of people go through your programs by now. Are there two to three like qualities that you notice in people that are successful? Yeah, they don't question it which I think is really important, like that they come in with 100% trust. Mm -hmm. And just they, they're just like, they're so ready for it that they're like, I'm going to do whatever you tell me to do mm -hmm. because what I'm doing isn't working. Yeah. So I think the people that come in with like true trust and just commit to the process um, have amazing results. Uh, the ones that decide to let their excuses go, right? They're not making their excuses for why they can't eat right or why they can't fit their workout in is another big one. And the ones that have some sort of support system, mm -hmm. whether it's somebody at home, it's a friend, that's the beauty of Beachbody, that we have the Beachbody coaches, mm -hmm. that you can turn to that person. Because I think anytime you have just at least one person that can be your sounding board and yeah. your cheering section... Um, you know, it, it helps you on the days that are hard. And hopefully, if they don't have anybody that they feel like, even though they might not talk to me directly, then I hope that they're feeling that 
from the motivation that I'm right. giving in the workouts. That's the beauty of yeah. social media, too. Like, think of, like, I grew up with my... My, gra- my grandmother used to do the 60-minute workout. It used to come on TV at, like, 6 o'clock in the morning. 60-minute workout? Yeah. It was these, these girls in, like, leotard. It was a crazy thing. But you used to do that, yeah. and, like, you you had no... You just had these people on television, yeah. right? And then... Or I think my mom had the Diana Ross. She had, like, a workout album or something crazy like that. But then you have now where you go through this program, and now you have social media where you can contact the, the people. Obviously, you don't want, you know, a big... You know, life yeah. situation, but now you can see what that person's doing. You see that they're dedicated, and it's not one of those. You see the human behind right. it, yeah. and it's almost like you have that connection where you don't want to let that person down because they know you put in the energy to create this program. And if it's worked for the participants that are in your program, then it should work for it's them like you, too. You, you couldn't see Definitely. Jane Fonda's Instagram story, back exactly. In the day. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Really feel connected to yeah. her. Yeah, that's um, that's beauty of technology that we live in today. Um, so, what's what are the next few days um, look like for you? So. A Day Obsessions releasing. Yeah. So what does that look like for you in the next few days coming out? And then what's next? So the next few days are super fun. Um, we actually, I just started a second test group with the Beachbody coaches. So Beachbody coaches are the people who sell the mm. programs and things like that. So I actually have a group of about 33,000. Um, and I we just started the Facebook. It's a closed group and it's for yeah. the coaches. And um, so I'm taking them through it, right? So yeah. I'm in this Facebook group like all day, every day, answering their questions, like helping them, making sure that they're learning the program so that when they go help somebody, like mm-hmm. we're saying, yeah. that they're making, they're communicating the program properly and effectively. So there's a lot of that going on. But tomorrow I leave for London, um, my first trip to the UK. Wow. We have a big event over there for our UK coaches on Sunday. Nice. And uh, my brother and my sister are coming with me. So we're nice. doing a little sibling trip as nice. well. Um, so I'll be doing that for the next week. Which will be interesting because I'm going to go through 80 Day Obsession again with everybody. Wow. So the first week I'll be doing it in a foreign country where I'm like, I don't know what my weights are. I don't know what my food <laughs> is going to be. But I actually think that's the beauty, right? Because, again, those are excuses that I get hit with a lot. Right. Like, yeah. oh, I'm traveling. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. So my goal is to show people on my social media that you can do you can it when do you're traveling. When you're yeah. um, and as for what's next, I mean, in terms of Beachbody, I don't know yet. You know, yeah. we're just trying to get this one out. I... um I don't even know if I'm supposed to announce this or not, but you guys will be the first to hear it. My brother and I are opening a restaurant in really? Woodland Hills. Oh, yeah. awesome. So um, we're in the beginning stages of that, and we're about to start our remodel on our space. And so that'll that'll be a big component just, of the next... Just a few vegan items, and I'll be happy. Oh, there will be plenty. There will be lots for you. Oh, it's awesome. I'll bring them on for you. <laughs> yes, please do. Thank you so much for joining us again. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks yeah. for having me. This was awesome. Um, well, guys, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, first episode of the new year. We'll be back again next week. As always, my name is Shaka Smith. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shaka Strong. Uh, you can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. If you go on my little bio, I'm actually running the marathon to uh, raise money for water pumps in Africa. So you can yes, go there, yes, donate yes. that. So at TK Trinidad. You can find me at Autumn Calibries on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or you can check out my website, autumncalibries.com. Awesome. Thank you, Autumn. Thank you. See you guys. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagramming, at King Bay. Thanks for tuning in. 
Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.